Make more birdies. A bottle of bourbon, a little glass, and some ice. This is not a tip. This is a prescription. Trust me. Mm-hmm. If you don't, you will fall out of balance. Welcome to Birdies and Bourbon. Sit down and have a sip. Welcome back to the Birdies and Bourbon Show. Uh, yes, we are at Pinehurst Brewing Company, and yes, we're going to be tasting bourbon today bourbon. from Woodford Reserve. Um, happy to be joined by Laura and Francesca. Uh, give them a quick second to, well, actually, it's going to be more than a second, but uh, what, what do you do at Pinehurst? Um, I am the operations manager at Pinehurst Brewing Company. Francesca. And I am the operations manager at the Deuce restaurant. I think they're also bourbon tasters, maybe even bourbon blenders. And uh, we're going to be tasting Woodford Reserve, number five and number six today. Uh, We're kind of doing this blind, so we don't really know which one we're going to be tasting. We may not be tasting the same one at the same time, but uh, we're going to work our way through it. I think we might as well go ahead and have a little sip. Sure thing. Lots of vanilla on the nose on this one. That's nice. Mm-hmm. So let's talk a little bit about um, about your relationship with Woodford and what's the Pinehurst Woodford experience look like from your side of the table. Yeah, so our relationship started in 2019. Um, We went to the distillery in Kentucky in 2020, um, right before the whole world shut down. Um, So we blended a barrel there, um, and that, like I said, the world shut down, so that kind of pushed back the barrel coming to Pinehurst. Um, And that landed in May of 2020. Um, and that was one barrel and we were done. So in 21, we wanted to kind of expand the program a little bit. Um, and we did, um, we started naming our blends after our courses. We have nine courses. So in 2021, we did course number one, two, and three, um, and spread those out throughout the year. And then we did the same in 2022. Um, We attempted to spread those out four, five, and six throughout the year, Um, but with glass shortages and shortages at the distillery, um, five and six actually came to us in December of 2022. So that's why we have five and six here today. Okay, so not necessarily intentional that five and six are at the same time. It's just the way that things have The way the world is working. Yeah, yeah, cool. Well, I mean, it's great because we get to sample two and we get to talk about which one we like better. Absolutely. And we're, we're going to talk about right and left instead mm-hmm. of, and we'll get to the numbers eventually. Um, so what about the blending experience? Like, we, I mean, do you have a, a, a dist- is your background in distilling? Or are you just like, we're going to, we're going to try this and make it work? I mean, how did the whole blending exercise come about? And it's, cause, I mean, the first glass, glass right, it's pretty damn tasty. It's pretty good. So um, I, when I started this, I knew nothing about bourbon. I really wasn't a bourbon drinker. So my my journey with bourbon really started in 2019, but I tagged along Francesca, who is our bourbon expert on the property, um, and she's taught me so much, and she's kind of traveled with me um, to the distillery and to all the meetings. Um, the distillery has been shut down essentially since 2020. Um, they're reopening for tours and blending um, this year, 
Um, so we have not been back to the distillery since 2020. When you do get that scheduled, uh, I know a couple <laughs> folks that might okay. want to tag along. With tag along, to, to absolutely. Say, say. We have a great time. Uh, so, so we got nine courses at Well. Mm -hmm. We got nine courses on property, to, to property today. today. Yep. Uh, we're going to have ten. And I, does the nine include the cradle or no? No. So technically, we have nine and a half courses okay. open on property operating right now. The gotcha. cradle being our half course. So we've got um, at least five and a half more expressions coming. If yes. I'm, uh, if I'm reading into this right. You are. So Francesca and I just met yesterday with the team from Woodford, um, and we blended seven and eight um, which will come out this year and then uh, in March we'll go to the distillery to blend nine so seven eight nine will essentially come out sometime in 2023 and then we've got the US Open coming in 24 making this way too easy because you know I was <laughs> going there and um, so Pinehurst number two, uh, that is the uh, the PGA, the professional course where, where, where they will be playing the U.S. Open in 2024. Mm -hmm. How much can you tell us about what's going to be happening for that? Um, so, you know, by the end of this year, we'll make it through all our nine golf courses with nine different blends. We've done a blend for the Cradle, a blend for our North-South Bourbon Bar, a blend for our members. Um, so essentially after the U.S. Open, we were planning to kind of close the chapter with our Woodford project. Um, and we've just found out we've got course number 10 coming online. So um, that may continue in after 2024. Um, but in regards to the U.S. Open, um, we're just going to do one barrel, um, multiple barrels of that blend um, for 2024 and see how many barrels we can get from the distillery. I, like 33, 5, I mean... You know, we're undisclosed. 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 We're hoping for a lot. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm sure uh, there's nothing left on the shelf as soon as it comes in. I mean, I can only imagine it's uh, it, it's it's out the door, right? Maybe yeah. 72 hours on the shelf. Yeah. Maybe. Yeah. yeah. A good problem to have, by the way. It is a good problem. Uh, all right, so let's get back to the bourbon a little bit. So, I'm, uh, for those of you that are listening, you didn't see that I snuck a taste of the left already. <laughs> Can't resist. Um, and there are two. While they're similar profiles, uh, they're two distinctly different blends. Uh, I uh, nose, palate, all the way around. Um, what's your process? So when you started with one, did you have a? Uh, was there intent? Right? Did you know where you wanted to go and what profile you were going after, or did it just kind of develop and this this is what we like and this is the direction that we're going? So for the very first blend that we created back in January of 2020, um, which was a really great experience, Laura and I got to sit with the master tasters and distilling team at Woodford on their property, their beautiful property in Lexington, Kentucky, which was a lot of fun for us. Um, we we were just starting this program. We did not know how successful it was going to be. We didn't know that we were going to continue this nine more times in the following years. And we were looking for a... 
I'm going to say palatable, welcoming bourbon. We wanted a bourbon that played really well in cocktails, that was very versatile, that wasn't something that punched you in the face with flavor, that wasn't off-putting or exclusive or something that only a very, very advanced bourbon connoisseur would enjoy. We wanted something that was refined, that was palatable, that worked in a cocktail, that captured a really large audience. And I think that we accomplished that pretty well with our initial spirit back in 2020, sure. uh, which is long gone now. Following that, as we kind of learned that we were going to continue this program, we started to factor in some other details like season and you know time of year that we'd be getting it, what was going to be happening on property, who was going to be on property at the time that these bourbons would land, how we could get them out to all of our outlets, how we could touch all of our guests and our members, our country club members, and really get the community behind it, get the, the team and the staff that's selling it behind it. So it became fun to kind of factor in all of those things as opposed to the initial one. We were just tasting several different uh, samples of, of single barrels and going with what we thought was the taste. How soon, how soon after it, show, it arrived were you like, oh shit, we didn't buy nearly enough? Immediately. Immediately. Yeah. <laughs> Immediately. And that's when we went into 2021 with, okay, we have to do multiple barrels, but multiple barrels of each blend. Right. Um, and then the idea came about, well, the community loves this so much. Can we sell it in our local ABC stores? And we were allowed to do that. I mean, we teamed up with the, the general manager of the ABC stores here um, in Moore County, and she welcomed the project. And we just keep dumping it on her, and she she loves it because it comes in, and 72 hours yeah, later, it's, it's gone. gone. It's, it's gone. gone. Yeah, you're creating the issue of, uh, hey, I'm here to get this, and where's more? Yeah. Yes. Again, good good problems to have. Um, so let's let's go to the left. Let's uh, let's nose and taste and. I mean, I already have a favorite, by the way. You do? Yeah. So would you agree that, um, and I, I don't know, so right and left, would you, uh, there's no way you would confuse these for the same blender expression? Well, what's interesting about the, the project that we have going on here, um, there's a lot of similarities in what we're doing, right? So this is all Woodford Reserve. This is all the exact same mash build, 72% corn in the mash. So there's not a ton of variety. It's not the difference that you taste between a rye and a bourbon. Yep. It's 72% corn. They're all aged the same amount of time. The subtle nuances that you're tasting as far as the differences in the flavor profile is coming from the barrel itself. So an expression I like to tell people, analogy I like to give people, is you think of that barrel as as an ingredient in the bourbon. You think of that one cast iron skillet you have at home that has all that flavor in it and everything that comes out of that pan has that special flavor. It's just as much an ingredient, that cast iron skillet, that pan that's creating all that flavor itself as what you're cooking. The same is true of the bourbon and the barrels. So you have 33 staves in a barrel from 33 different white American oak trees from 33 different states potentially and all of those uniquenesses to the staves of the barrel to the wood sugars create these very, again, subtle flavor differences sure. in the flavor profiles. So it's fun to taste through this collection because 
it's not a it's not a really vastly different flavor profile. It's it's a very nuanced, and you'll get maybe a little bit more spice on one, and a little bit more vanilla on another. Um, but it's a lot of fun to taste through. Yeah, and that's the so yeah. I guess just to clarify, when I said it's they're they're vastly different profile wise, absolutely. I mean, there's there there's the the traditional bourbon notes that you're picking up on the nose. You get it on the palate. I mean, it's the you're getting the oak. You're getting some the brown sugars that are in there. Mm -hmm. um, but you mentioned like the heat, and I think uh, this one is. 90.4, I believe. Are they both 90.4? Yes. yes. Okay. okay. So, so that's Woodford's standard. Yep. yep. Gotcha. Okay. So same. Um, let's talk a little, we'll get into a little more about Pinehurst and the resort and what you guys do, uh, ladies do, excuse me. Uh, but let's talk about, what are you thinking, left or right? And and what, what notes are you getting uh, on these? What are you thinking? Uh, well, I made, I made some, I, I did write some stuff down. I scribble it out so I can't really read it, and then I just make it up as I go along. Um, so right to me, it drinks, it drinks around 90 proof. I would say it's a 90 proof uh, bourbon. A lot of maple, a lot of vanilla. Uh, I get a little uh, kind of pecan pie in there, uh, or pecan. Pecan or pecan? Either way is fine with us. All right, so all, all the same. Um, and it is, uh, this is something I would give to someone that is just getting into bourbon. Mm -hmm. I, I don't really know if I like it or not. I'd hand this to them, and it's the sweet, it's savory. Uh, there's, there's a lot of good stuff going on in here. A uh, little bit of, I mean, it's almost like a salted uh, pecan pie or pecan pie, whichever way you want to get. Salted. I definitely pull some almond off this one. Mm -hmm. I get a lot of the, the nuttiness, that thickness of the nutty that you're pulling. Yeah. Vanilla, which is gonna be somewhat traditional prominent yeah. no matter what we're tasting. And keep in mind all of our lefts and all of our rights are not the same. That is ooh. <laughs> ooh, that's a good thank you for reminding me. I may have had a good day yesterday. I, I, in, in case you can't hear it in my voice. Actually, I did have a great day yesterday. Um, and and by the way, thanks to all the folks at Pinehurst and Pinehurst Brewing. Um, course number eight, if you haven't played it, you're missing out, and you definitely should. Great course. Yeah, stop by and say hi to, uh, to Dave and Rob and Daniel, if you can find him. I don't know, he's, he's slippery, but uh, he'll, he'll be around somewhere. Uh, that's a good point. Okay, so my left. Um, so this is... Uh, like a baked cherry pie, you know, like the little hand pie, you know, the mm -hmm. small one. This is like a baked cherry pie to me, and it drinks much, it doesn't drink hot necessarily, but it drinks hotter than the right does so for me. It's a little spicier. Yep, yep, absolutely. cherry so I think you and I have the same lefts and rights okay because I'm pulling some cherry a little bit more astringency that bite or that burn yep. that you'll sometimes hear in bourbon which my my left finishes very very subtly my right finishes with still finishing just that little still, just that still, little bite still yeah. finishing yeah yeah and so here's the I mean I don't drink a lot of Woodford mm -hmm. um, and I don't drink a lot of Woodford because a lot of Woodford that I've that I have had in the past it's it's great. 
I don't want to say I drink a lot, but uh, I drink a lot. So you know, I'm, I'm t I tend to go for the higher proof. I tend to you know like like nothing subtle, right? I mean, I want to go and have to kind of dig through. Uh, I do like the punch in the face stuff. You like the loudest guy in the room. Did she just call me the loudest guy in the room? <laughs> but yes, I, I, I do. Um, so on the right is this is this is golf course drinking mm -hmm. bourbon Easy. all day long. Yep. Just uh, I don't even need a glass. We'll just pull it right out of the bottle, right? On the left, this is I've had a uh, I just enjoyed a plate of ribs, maybe some baked beans and coleslaw, and I want a little after dinner drink. I want something to kind of mellow this out and uh, you know tune down the, the barbecue. That is what the left does for me. I love it. Yeah. Uh, well, I want to know what we've got so we can really dig a little deeper here. I, I didn't cheat. So what's your right? I've got five on the right. I've got six on the right. I have six on the right. Okay. Yeah. So five to me is definitely, hold on, unless I told him not to give me two sixes. Nope. I have a five. Yeah. All right. I got a and five too. So, so we're, yeah. So I find both equally good. Mm -hmm. I think that there could, so they could serve two different drinkers. Um, I also think they could serve this one drinker just uh, maybe at a different time of day. Mm -hmm. Nothing like having whiskey in the morning. <laughs> Uh, so what's, uh, what's, what do we got to look forward to? I mean, we talked about the U.S. Open. We talked about there's uh, five and a half more expressions coming. What, what's the next step? Because I think everything that you've released thus far has been the traditional or, or I'm going to say standard offering, even though it's not standard, but the traditional Woodford offering. And Woodford does, I mean, we've got double oaked. I think they've got a double, double oaked. I mean, they've, they've got some different interesting things that they're doing. What's, where do you get to, where's the evolution lead you to down that path? So Woodford does have a double oaked as, along with a rye. Woodford has a, has a very, very good variety in yep. their in their lineup. Uh, Laura and I make our triumphant return to Woodford's property this March. So we will be back in Lexington soon enough. And um, I think from there, we'll sit with the team and, and if we want to throw a little variety into the lineup, that that might be something that we're looking to do in the coming years. Maybe a double oaked. It's kind of where my mind's been. Put, put us on the list. <laughs> hey, and, we're, and we're getting closer to the dates. Uh, we, we went from there's a visit coming up to now we've got March. March. <laughs> we're, we're getting closer to an invitation, I think. <laughs> or we're getting closer to getting uninvited, and uh, yeah, you better make the make the day of the board. Um, so what, what else what's, uh, What else are you doing in, uh, other than bourbon, other than blending, other than the expressions? What's, uh, you want to talk a little about the deuce? Sure. Um, so the Deuce is one of our restaurants here on property, uh, named after course number two, of course, Deuce 2. And it sits at the 18th green of course number two, looks out over the 18th green. So we have a lot of fun um, watching players coming up off the, uh, off the 18th green. We have a lot of fun cheering them on on their final putts. Um, we have a great outdoor seating. I like to say it's the best view at any bar in Moore County. I think we've got the absolute best view that there is out here. So um, we have a lot of fun at the Deuce. We carry uh, the entire Woodford lineup that, as it's available on property. And um, we we have some fun events coming our way, um, soon to be a little more fleshed out and determined with, uh, with Woodford. But um, come by and see us. 
We're open seven days a week, lunch and dinner. It's a good time. Yeah, do y'all do any, uh, do you do bourbon tastings? and? So things? we do offer a bourbon flight. Um, we have hosted some ticketed events, bourbon dinners, where, where we'll have um, the Woodfords, uh, our lineup actually infused into the cooking and, and have some okay, really cool. cool creative sauces and gastriques and, and infused flavors with our bourbon, paired well with our bourbons, and we'll taste you through the entire lineup with a small course to pair with each one of our bourbons in a flight, which has been a lot of fun. Yeah. Um, Laura? Hey, hey, Cal, uh, a good afternoon is at the Deuce, and uh, just watching those players come in on the 18 there and placing your bets on which one's going to, you know, shoot lower or whatnot. Hey, 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 I, I, heard what you, I heard you back there. Could you just hold it down? Hey, can you hold it down? Can you hold it down a little bit? Hey, I, I hear you betting. Please just, I get it. I get it. Just hold it Just keep it down. Just keep it down, please. Thanks. I don't think, maybe, uh, I mean, this could be a day, man, for uh, for uh, sitting on the patio or sitting on the porch back there. Do you call it a porch? Is it a porch? Can I call it we porch? call it the patio. The patio. So sitting on the patio, maybe a little uh, Woodford, maybe a stogie, even though I don't smoke. <laughs> Could be a thing. It's yeah. a great could, spot. Could be a thing. Weather, by the way, we got extremely lucky. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm going to date us a little bit. It'll be fine. But uh, we're in the second week in January. Yes. Yes, correct. Mm-hmm. We're mid fifties. Nothing but sunshine. And uh, yeah, could, couldn't have uh, couldn't have asked for a, a better time, a better trip. What else do you have going on, Laura, at, uh, at Pinehurst? What, what's uh, what's happening in 2023? Well, um, Pinehurst Brewing Company, there's always something going on. So we always have festivals, events going on. Um, we just try to have fun here. Um, Hunter does such a great job. He and um, Dalton um, brewing the beer. And we've got a good calendar this year. A lot of fun, exciting beers coming out. Um, lots of great events. Um, we're just looking forward to it. Speaking of uh, Pinehurst Brewing, yeah. and I'm going to go back to, I guess I can't go back. I'm going to go forward to the U.S. Open. Mm-hmm. Uh, can we expect a U.S. Open Pinehurst uh, beer, if you can say, or if you can't? It's definitely in the works. Yeah, okay. um, we'd like to incorporate... Woodford into whatever beer we do make for the U.S. Open. Um, we also have a private label wine that we'd like to incorporate Woodford with. Um, <clears throat> so a lot of fun things in the works right now for the U.S. Open. So I just heard a, a barrel, a bourbon barrel aged beer, mm-hmm. and I heard a uh, a wine finished bourbon barrel, bourbon bourbon wine coming yeah. on. Okay. And Hunter's cringing right now because. <laughs> We're going to have to get that beer in the barrels, like yesterday, maybe. Yeah. He's going to be busy the rest of the day, I'm just saying. No, no reason to he disclose what he's going to be doing. through and makes it happen. So, so. Cal, <laughs> last night we had, um, you know, one of the things that we like to hear, like, this creativity, right? So, mm-hmm. um, Sagamore made that, uh, what was it, a Manhattan finish, or was it an old-fashioned? Uh, it's Manhattan. Manhattan. They yeah. made a Manhattan-finished kind of um, bourbon, right? right? Hunter had this thing last night that tasted like key lime pie. It was amazing. That beer. Oh, the beer. Yeah. What was the beer? Uh, oh, my. Mile high yes. key lime. Mile that high key cool. lime. Yeah, it, so good. Yes. It was so good. Yeah, it was definitely like you were drinking a key lime pie. So we have a fantastic key lime pie on property here <laughs> that's made on property and it's served in one of our restaurants and it's about this big. Um, so when he came up with the beer, we had to incorporate that, that key cool. lime pie. That's cool. It's so good. He did a great job with it. All right, so I know you, you're, you're both invested in both of these. Mm-hmm. Um, which one 
do you prefer today? For me, number six. Okay. That's my favorite. Again, depends on the weather, depends on the time of day, but probably number five. Hmm. It crossed. <laughs> I, 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 I break the tie, but I'm like, uh, I'm like, why don't we just blend them and have a little, a little of each? In, in a, in a so when it comes to decision time, we go back and forth because she has a completely different palate than I do. Yeah. Um, but we we settle on it. We settle on we it, and that's probably the most fun yeah. part of the tasting experience. Yeah. yeah. So, do you find that, like, with every expression, or or almost, that it is definitely like I'm I'm over here and you're over there, like on two separate sides? Or so the very first time that we did this, I remember sitting next to Laura, and we had narrowed it down to the final two. And she had each one in her hand. We had A and B, and she kept going. I'm not. I'm not sure. <laughs> I'm not sure which one I like the most. Yeah, it's definitely. Okay. I don't know. They're both so good. I really don't know. I really don't know what we should do. And I said, I think you like A. Yeah. I think. I think you're pretty sold on A. Um, yeah. And that is how the the very first one came to be. Now the very first blend that we were tasting. Um, our final two really were polar opposites. Mm -hmm. um, one was kind of that loudest guy in the room, that sure. super, super peppery, really punchy in the face, really bold. Um, and the other was really quite refined, um, very subtle, and very, I thought, palatable, welcoming. Mm -hmm. So that was the one that we went with in, in 2020. Gotcha. And it's not necessarily about what I like or what Francesca likes. We have to put it all into perspective. It's about what's going to sell to our guests here on property. Sure. So. Yeah. Well, it's going to sell. It's just, uh, are people going to say good things about it? Right. right? Yeah. How, and, and how fast. And it, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. So um, one through six, is there an expression that really stands out to you? I mean, it could be number one just because it was number one and it worked. Uh, but is there, like t to date, is there something that you're like, number, just that one was special? I think for me, um, the 2020, the first blend that yeah. we ever did was, is something I always go back to. Yeah. And my bottle is getting down and down and down and down. And once it's gone, it's gone for good. So um, for me, 2020 is my, my favorite. You still got some at 2020? I do. <laughs> Oh, Only for uh, very special people. Don't give the address <laughs> online, but uh, you know, offline we'll we'll talk about it. Uh, what about Francesca? What about you? Again, the very first one that we did yeah. um, holds such a special place, mm -hmm. I think, to both of us. It was a new experience. It was something that we were so excited to be doing, and didn't really know exactly what was to come. We were kind of learning as we went, and and kind of playing it by ear, which was a lot of fun. Now, you know, we can we do this all the time at this point. We yeah. sit and taste bourbon and uh, and work with the team from Woodford pretty regularly now. But at that time, it was just all so new and so exciting. Sure. Um, so I think yeah, 2020, our, our very first, our very first spirit was was the one I liked the most. Yeah, cool. Um, I don't know, ladies. Um, I don't know what else I have. But while Dan is getting ready to ask a question, we don't let him do this often because Dan is not really real. Dan's kind of a bot. I'm a but, bot. Uh, yeah. yeah. So we talked about this before and I think I don't think we honed in on it but coming into like next year with the big year or whatnot have mm -hmm. we have we gotten the cocktail is if you do you have a preferred cocktail for these or something that's gonna be you know you're gonna push with that great question it is a good question I mean my favorite bourbon cocktail 
is the old fashioned. Mm -hmm. So, I mean, that's just hands down what I like to drink and sip on. Um, so perhaps, perhaps a U.S. open old fashioned. Mm -hmm. Yeah, a little spin on that'd be good. A yeah. little spin on it, of course. A like, like the, the pine, the pine fashion. fashion. Yeah, yeah, yeah pine Ooh. fashion. Uh, I like that. Uh, I don't know. Uh, yeah, a little, uh, maybe a little sprig of uh, some kind of. I mean, there's lots of cool things. There's lots. Happen. And bourbon is a very, very versatile spirit. Mm -hmm. um, sure. um, you kind of think bourbon cocktails, okay, Manhattan old fashioned, that's it. There's a bourbon mule. The movement that has mm -hmm. happened with bourbon over the past few years, the, the expansion ha that has happened as far as cocktailing with bourbon, as far as bourbon champagne cocktails, sparkling wines, bourbon beer cocktails. And we've done a lot of really fun experimental stuff. Um, we've smoked some stuff. We've made some, we've, you know, made our own bitters. We've made our own syrups. Mm -hmm. We've had a lot of fun with it. And uh, it's great to be able to have people come to property and open their eyes a little bit that it's not just your your grandfather's old cocktail. Sure. It's not just the old fashioned, the Manhattan. There's a lot more to do with this very, very versatile spirit. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so for a benchmark, um, we talked a lot about Woodford and understandably so. Uh, what do you, if you're going to drink bourbon and it's not going to be Woodford from Pinehurst, because it does come in limited amounts, uh, what do you, uh, what, what's a go-to for you? Great question. Um, I, if I'm going to drink bourbon and it's not Woodford from Pinehurst, um, it is likely Buffalo Trace, uh, Blanton's I have at home. Um, we actually got to spend a little bit of time at the Buffalo Trace Distillery, which was very, very cool. Polar opposite of Woodford's property. Yeah. Um, also in Kentucky, but very industrial brick buildings as opposed to Woodford, which is yeah, rolling elegant, hills. Soft, and, right. Yeah. yeah. Mm -hmm. um, but Buffalo Trace makes a great spirit. And hmm, what else do I have at home? Old Forester. Old Forester. Yeah, old Forester 1920, which is a lot of fun to play yeah. around with. Did, does Old doing... Forester make another expression than 1920? Uh, <laughs> <yes>. <laughs> yeah. uh, they do. They do. The reason 1920 is so fun um, and the reason it's named 1920 is because it is a Prohibition era recipe. Um, very sweet, very chocolatey, thick molasses. We've done some really fun dessert cocktails, some Ooh, nice. chocolate, vanilla, almost kind of like a like a milkshake turned cocktail very very tasty fun things with 1920 but you know what i'm having for lunch mm -hmm. <laughs> uh, cool uh, so let's uh i guess we'll finish drinking but uh, if you want to close us out um, where can they find you what else can happen and um so we're always here. We're always here. <laughs> Pinehurst, North Carolina. I'm at the brewery. Francesca's at the Deuce. Come um, say hi. You know, and you can drink all of our bourbon um, on property here at Pinehurst. Cool. Well, uh, it's been way too long. I, I hope that it's sooner rather than later. And uh, I guess until next time, I'll say cheers. 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 Thank you. Thank you. Thank you.